I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. I had a friend who's like, you need to do like retainer work so that you know you have consistent work coming in. I'm like, boring. Like, that's the last thing I want to do. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 120. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're chatting about how to create a content subscription for brands. And while we are speaking with a photographer who's done this, I, you know, I feel like this is a, a subject that can go beyond just photography, and you'll kind of see what we mean when we get into the conversation with our guest. But before we go any further, Jesse, what are you drinking today? So uh, there is a new uh, dog park that opened in Boston, and it's oh, I read a about bar. that. It's a bar, yes. And so you have this indoor area, and like <sighs> there's a like an on leash area where it's like more like if you just want chill, and then there's the off leash area, and both have like sides on the bar that you can like drink. And so um, I got a Lawson Super Session IPA the other day from them, mm. and I've never had it, but I do like a good IPA, and it was really, really good. So I'm going to actually be going down to our liquor store and seeing if they have any, because it was like just really smooth and flavorful, and it'll just remind me of all the fun that I had at this dog park. Well, I'm going to skip what I'm drinking because I think that you've skipped over the most important part of this story, which is you have a dog. Oh, I know. Scooby. We haven't shared this yet with no, our audience. No, we have audience. not. Yes, I know. Oh. Yes, we now have a new paparoo and we rescued him from Sweet Paws Rescue here in Massachusetts. He's from the South. He's a complete mix. People think he's a Dalmatian. He's not a Dalmatian, um, but he's great. And his name is Scooby. We thought about changing it, but it just fits him. And so if anybody wants to see what he looks like, you are welcome to check my Instagram stories. He is share. absolutely. Uh, oh, my goodness. So adorable. He's, I he's cannot. Here. I actually just bought um, I bought him a little gift the other day that I keep meaning to drop off. Oh, my um, Because welcome to the family, Scoobs. Yeah, he <laughs> will be excited to meet Ariel, unlike Decoy, who really just didn't like children. He loves children. So. Mm, Decoy was a love in his own right, though. Mm -hmm. He was just a little, he's a little bit of a grump. He's like my cats, a little bit of a grump, grumpy old man. Yeah, that was. was it. Yeah. That's not bad, though. It's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Well, as I, I cannot wait to meet Scooby. But uh, first off, why don't we get into our discussion with Alyssa Gordon of Alyssa Joy and Company. Alyssa Gordon is the owner and stylist at Alyssa Joy & Co, where she has over 10 years experience helping product-based businesses capture their moment and dominate their web space, web space with beauty and intentionality. Whether she's crafting a dream Instagram, Instagram feed or coming up with a new brand identity, she will always be standing in your corner as a creative partner. Alyssa, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about um, how to create a product photography content subscription. Uh, but before we dive into that, this is cocktails and content creation after all. So what are you drinking today? Um, well, I drink a whole lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You, you, know, you, can't, you, can't, you can't go wrong with water. Right. I'm actually not a big cocktail alcohol drinker, but I do have to say I went recently to one of my clients, Fiorella's in Mass, um, to their restaurant and they like sent out, you know, a bunch of different 
you know, things for us to try. And one was their Bella Rose cocktail. And I was like, all right, I could get on board with this. So what does it involve? That's a great question. <laughs> Being a non-cocktail person, I have no idea. You're just but like, it tasted delicious. Tastes food really good. I have no clue what's in it. It could be a yeah. hundred percent. I think tequila's involved, but that's about all I caught up with. Oh. If you Google it, if you put in Fiorella's Bella Rose, you can it'll tell you kind of, but I none of it mm. didn't really mean a whole lot to me. So I was like, hmm. Bella Rose, I'm doing that right now. That does okay. sound really, okay. really good. Yes, it it definitely does. I, I'm like eight and a half months pregnant, so I'm just living vicariously through everybody <laughs> that has the kids. I'm like, I smell alcohol these days, and I get a little buzz. Um, <laughs> so that's that sounds amazing. I'll have to save that on my list for when I can get back to drinking. <laughs> that's right. It does sound really good. So, um, okay, so let's go ahead and dive into the the meat of our conversation. Uh, for those of us listening might be wondering, like, what the heck is a photograph, like a product photography content subscription. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about that and why you decided to go with this model for your business? Yeah, for sure. So basically, I saw a need out there for people to have fresh content for Instagram. Um, obviously, this start I started this back in 2020. So I'm several years in. Um, and I would say photo was still dominant on Instagram back then, slightly debatable as of now. Um, <clears throat> so it was kind of started from that. Uh, I would, you know, scroll through people's feeds and they'd be like reusing the same images or, you know, some images were really good. You could tell they had had them done by a professional. Some were like, oh, this was, you know, when I took my cell phone and slapped the latest and greatest Instagram filter on top of <laughs> type images. Uh, so, and it's just a issue for businesses, you know, in general, especially product-based ones to continually come up with new content, new ideas, obviously, uh, you know, their first and most priority is like developing their products and getting them out there. And, you know, they're busy doing all those other things. So it's just something that I could do to take that off of their plate. Um, so from a client standpoint, that was the motivation from a personal business standpoint, the motivation was, I had a friend who's like, you need to do like retainer work so that you know you have consistent work coming in. And I'm like, boring. Like, that's the last thing I want to do. Yeah, I have a, my backgrounds in graphic design and website and all that stuff. And so I'm like, oh, just offer like website, you know, retainers where you update people's websites on a monthly basis. And I'm like, I would rather go to the dentist and I hate the dentist. Like, that's how bad I don't want to do that. So... I was like thinking and thinking. And actually, I think it was my friend, Caitlin Wall, who I was bouncing ideas back and forth with. Um, and somehow we came up with the solution of like, okay, so product photography for social media, I could do that on an ongoing basis, but it's not like sticking myself in a boring box that I have to always produce the same thing. You know, they're going to want different things every month, um, you know, and obviously their visuals at the base, you know, have a certain style and, you know, all that, but there's creativity within what we would produce on a monthly basis. So it's like, okay, this is a good solution where I can still be creative, not putting myself in a box, but giving myself that, you know, retainer income that I know is coming in. And so I know I can pay my mortgage that month, you know, it's mm. essentials of life right there. Love it. And actually, one of the things that we normally ask our guests is to give a little bit of background on, you know, how you got to where you are. So you mentioned you have a graphic design background. So how did you go from 
like, well, I guess what's, what, what has been your career path up until now, where now you really focus on like serving uh, commercial product based clients? Yeah, for sure. So I started out, I had a graphic design job at our church we were at uh, before I had my daughter. And then I was like, I'm going to stay home and I'm going to bake cookies and, you know, be that mom. And I joke that very quickly, I found out that I burn the cookies and I get bored really easily. But I knew I wanted to be at home with my daughter. So I was like, I've got to find something, you know, to do that I can be home, have the flexibility to be with her, but not feel like I have to bake the cookies all the time. So I had some people who knew I had been in graphic design, you know, as a employee of our church. And so they would reach out like, hey, can you do this? You know, like I need a brochure or I need a logo. Uh, So it all kind of started there. And shamefully, I spent a good amount of time on 99 designs, which I would not recommend to anyone (laughs) now, but it's a crowdsourcing site for graphic design. But it could help me, you know, there was one client who used me for a ton of stuff and his projects paid for my first laptop and, you know, kind of like got me up and running. Uh, so I did a, spent several years doing just general graphic design, then kind of honed down to branding design. And then I often found myself working with product-based businesses. And so we would be going through like the branding and web design stage and we get to the website portion. And I'm like, okay, send over your photos. And they're like, uh, yeah. So about that, I have like a really old outdated photo shoot or I have zero products of my, you know, photos of my product, or like I have these ones I took on my cell phone that are terrible. You know, there was always something they didn't like about the photos they had. And so I would always tell them like, okay, so just to be clear, I can design you a beautiful website, a beautiful brand. But at the end of the day, if you don't like your photos, it's all sunk because it's all coming into one piece. And if there's one element of it that you don't like, you're not going to like anything else that I do. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm an OCD perfectionist and I like it all to look perfect and beautiful. And so that part of me was like, oh, I just designed this beautiful brand, this beautiful website. And then there's these. Uh, So I was like, you know what? I like to be in control of it all. So I'm going to learn how to do product photography. And that way I can offer them everything they need and be in control of how it looks in the end. Uh, now looking back at my first ever product photos, I should probably give the people their money back because they were absolutely terrible. Um, <laughs> but luckily I've come a long way and now I can offer all of those things, you know, to my clients. I just worked with, uh, a big blogging brand recently, um, you know, did their whole new brand design, new website design, all their product photos, you know, and all that stuff. So I'm excited for that. It hasn't launched yet, but one of these days soon, hopefully everybody can see how that so turned out. I, I don't know if I, I mean, so Alyssa and I actually know each other in real life and we've worked together on a couple different projects um, and helped each other out when we need like a random <laughs> person to stand in for a shoot. Um, so I did not know that you had a I mean I knew you did like the graphic design but I didn't know that you just suddenly like picked up the camera so did you know photography at all before that uh not really so I got my camera my daughter is turning 11 in June and I got a Canon Rebel when she was born uh because I was like I'm gonna take pictures of her so that was strictly the motive in having it um and I would say I'm trying to think for what year probably 2014 ish um, was when I was like, well, 
want to take a stab at this product photo thing. I have a camera, like can't be that hard, right? <laughs> and so I just kind of like picked it up as I went along. I will say I spent a lot of time at the very beginning, like almost making like stock photos for my own Instagram as a graphic designer, I had an Instagram. And so I was like, Oh, I need content, you know, and so I just kind of like style different things. I had my office or my house, you know, to like take some photos. Um, So that like helped. But other than that, yeah, I just kind of I had one uh, portrait photographer friend when I got the camera, you know, to take pictures of my daughter that taught me like the very basics of like shooting in manual and gave me some tips. Um, but then other than that, from there, it was a lot of trial and error, fumbling, YouTube, <laughs> Google, <Yeah>. Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that is amazing. And, you know, your work is absolutely stunning and beautiful. And it I've always been like, uh, admired by, you know, everything that you've done with, with your business and the photographs that you create. Um, now for some of us listening or some of our audience, they, you know, they may be wondering, you know, being a product based photographer that falls into the realm of commercial photography. Mm-hmm. And that is different than personal photography. So, you know, similarly, I'm a, you know, personal brand photographer. It's not like portraiture for your family or your kids or like weddings or anything. So, um, when it comes to creating a subscription for your commercial clients, like how do you come up with pricing for that? Is it is it and do you have like a set base uh, <clears throat> subscription pricing, or do you look at the client and say, okay, this is what you know it's going to cost you each month, and go from there? So does each client get like kind of individually quoted? Sure. So I will say when I started out, um, I. <laughs> had one base package and I was like, you get 30 images a month for $500. And I will say right now, don't do that. That was not a great idea. I mean, it got like clients in the door, but then I had these people, you know, signed on for a year and, you know, six months later, I'm like, what did I do to myself? Like, first Mm -hmm. off, there's a lot of images in when you're creating and pitching that you're creating an Instagram feed that they could literally just like use. Um, you know, that's a big, like, that's a lot of variance, you know, within the images to accomplish. So it takes a lot of time, you know, so I was trying to create essentially 30 unique images per brand for that amount of money. So as you can figure that out, I was not making much of any. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, 30 so. unique images for $500 a month. And you're probably trying to like gauge your time, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, if, and it probably, you probably underestimated the amount of time that you were going to need. So, 100%. <laughs> so for, you know, some people are like, oh, well, you can shoot like that in like, you know, an hour, but like unique images. And as you mentioned, you are a perfectionist and styling that mm-hmm. differently for each image. And there's it's so much behind the scenes work that goes along with that too, you know, even yeah. getting to the editing and shoot, planning the shoot and all that. Mm-hmm. It's not just, I always get so upset when people are like, well, what's the big deal? It's like, there's so much more that goes into a shoot than just taking pictures. Yeah. And there is like, obviously equally as hard work, just different, like Jesse, what you do and working with like a person that's there, you know, and you're kind of like, okay, you're, so, you know, to a certain extent they're doing their thing you know, 
and you're kind of directing that and taking pictures. Whereas like, I've got a product that's sitting there unless I do something with it. Hey, you know, bottle of beauty product bottle. Why don't you scooch over to the left yeah, right? just a little can bit? You like, turn, tilt, pick which... tilt, yeah, yeah. Can you like flip, flip over to the side, won't you? No, exactly. Okay. So you started off with this like crazy package that you thought could work. And then ultimately you decided like that, that can't. Yeah. So I scrapped that right now Mm -hmm. on my website. I technically have, well, first off, I lowered the images. So there are 10 to 15 images per package um, on my website. And I just have a general like base investment starts at 2000, which I landed on that as, you know, now I'm three years into this. And saying to myself, okay, bottom line, what is worth it to me to spend the time that I know it takes to produce these images per month? Um, So I know like I'm not going to do it for less than that, but most of my clients will end up higher than that because they'll have a prop budget built in, you know, that I choose after like having a consult with them and talking about, you know, what types of images they want. Um, I can kind of gauge like, all right, well, I have some, you know, some brands, I may already have props in house that I could use, you know, but in general, there's going to be some sort of props, you know, that I'm purchasing each month per client, um, whether it's just like, oh, that doesn't fit their color, you know, exactly, or whatever. Um, So they'll have a prop budget built in. And then um, I do you or you, uh, I do put in usage rights as well. So that kind of gives me the ability to those I base largely on like how big of a company we're talking. Um, When I first started doing it, I kind of based it off of like their Instagram following. Um, So I would kind of be like, okay, just my own mental. All right. So $50 per 5,000 people, you know, or whatever it is, that's arbitrary thing that is pulled up, but you know, whatever that is to kind of use that for math in my head. Um, at this point, I largely kind of pick based off their budget and what, how much time I think it's, you know, going to take and whatever. But obviously, starting out, I would recommend having like a base pricing thing unless you're confident in like value based pricing, you know what I mean? And you're also, well, you know, at the beginning, I didn't want people walking away from it. And so, you know, I was like, all right, I need to be kind of upfront with them with the pricing from the get-go, you know, mm-hmm. um, versus now I have the flexibility to be like, okay, this isn't like the ideal client for me. And so, you know, unless I'm going to make something that's worth it, it's not necessarily, you know, a client that I want to have to work with for a year. Again, not any diss to them, but just like based on the product or, you know, maybe the amount of time it's going to work or if I'm going to have to rent certain properties or whatever. You bring right. up a really important point because I think so many people like they just say yes all the time and they don't think about um, whether it's actually the right fit for them. And I'm talking you as a service provider as well, you know, like these these people are coming to you because they found you. Right. And they maybe they like your style. They like what you're offering and everything. But just because they like it doesn't mean it's necessarily a good fit for the two of you. Yeah. Well, and sometimes they come because they like what I've produced for another client Mm -hmm. and another product, but it's like, okay, so you've got a transparent, you know, you've got a beauty line that's most of their bottles are transparent, which just gives a different look. The light's able to pass through, it just, you know, casts fun shadows, does all kinds of things. And, you know, someone comes to me with like the basic black bottle skincare. Well, that's 
there's no way that those are going to look the same, no matter what at the end of the day. Um, And I will say it made me think when you mentioned that, but I did um, do still have a, what I call a trial period set up for the first 30 days. So they're all on a 30 day turnaround, um, these packages, and they still pay the same. They still sign the contract. Everything's the same, except that when they get their first album of images, if they get them and they're like, "Eh, okay, this like is not target. I'm not sure like if I'm ready for this or maybe something financially changes for them. You know, that happens. Somebody like signs up for something and then like, Oh shoot, you know, our sales went down a ton this month, you know, so they're not like stuck in it. So I allow within those first 30 days for them to get out of their contract at no fee minus they've already paid, like they have to pay for that month. Like it's not like they get money back, but they don't have to pay a fee to get out of their contract. That's really Um, smart. Now, after those 30 days, if they choose to cancel their contract, um, then there is a fee. Oh, and in the first 30 days, if I decide that we're not a good fit, I can hand over those first batch of images and say, oh, we're not a good fit. And sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Someone else out there will be a better fit, you know? So otherwise Um, you basically charge them. Um, is it like an automatic, do you have that like set up automatically where they get charged every month and then they have to just notify you probably within what, is it like a 30 day notice that they give you if they want to cancel? Is it a 15 day notice? Uh, so if they want to cancel, they can technically cancel anytime. They just don't get any payments back. Okay. Um, so like if it's, you know, the third of the month and they already paid their payment on their first, I would say like, okay, well you have to pay for this month. I can either deliver the photos or you can walk away without them. That's up to you, you know? Um, and then cancel at that point. And then they do pay the fee obviously to get out of it. Um, which my fee has varied along the way, but I say, make it so that it's far less enticing to sign off as my only piece of advice. (laughs) I'm liking this advice. So they can get out of it after 30 days or you can get out of it. What else is included? I mean, I consider that kind of part of the subscription being in a way like as a, Mm -hmm. as a part of the service, what else do they get as part of your subscription service? Or is there, are there different tiers? Uh, So most of them are the same minus I do kind of like, cater them to the specific client, you know, depending on what they need. But um, at the base, generally, I tell them that I give them a monthly mood board. Um, And it's more so a matter of like setup mood, if you will, versus like visual mood, because we've already established at the beginning of their contract, like the overall like look and feel for the brand. Um, And so it's more like the setups that I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's like, if it's a skincare, like, oh, this month's going to be like a faux bathroom scene, you know, versus like a bedroom or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, So I give them that and I, you know, they're able to, they submit forms at the beginning of the month that allow them to either say like, oh, I want a specific product focused on, or like we're having this sale or, hey, Valentine's Day is coming up and we need some Valentine's content, you know, and I take that into consideration when putting the mood board together. Um, so that's included. And then obviously like I create all the props, they don't have to send them to me. Um, I do all the styling myself. So there's not, you know, the extra cost of like having to bring in a stylist of any sort. Uh, obviously the editing, 
And then I, for clients, when they want it, I would put together what I would suggest for an Instagram feed for them based off the images so that if they wanted to, they could literally just upload them to their Planoly or whatever they're using and put in the text and be good to go. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's kind of what's included. Love it. That's no, that's really comprehensive. So basically yes. it's like, they're just like, handing that off to either their social mm-hmm. media manager and like their life is made super, super easy. I don't yeah. know how many times people are like, I just don't have time to take my own photos and mm-hmm. that alone, like what they're paying you, they could be building, you know, and expanding their own brand and business and working on like right. higher level stuff. They shouldn't be yeah. like trying to learn a camera and like take yeah. their own photos. Exactly. Um, and I tell them like, you can be as un- in- involved or uninvolved as you'd like. Um, you know, I would have some clients who would like literally down to like, I get 15 images, the first image, I want this product in this type of setting. Um, to other brands who are like, hey, we're sending you everything we have in our inventory, keep it on hand and have at it every month, whatever you think works. So yes. it's like, you know, yeah. and again, you as the photographer, whoever it is could set you know, maybe you don't want to have that full control, you know, maybe you want them giving you image by image, you know, it just depends on your preference and how you like to work. So creating, you know, depending on like your actual volume of clients at the time, because I know it probably ebbs and flows and, you know, you might end up like wrapping up a subscription and get onboarding a lot of new clients. How do you plan your month's content to like create all this. And I know like years ago, I think I asked you this and I think you said you almost like try to batch it in like a couple of days uh, a month. So talk to us a little bit about where you're at now with that. Yeah. So um, if I were giving advice to someone trying to do it, I would say think through like the brands that you're accepting into the program that you're building um, because that will help you in reducing the amount of time that you have to actually spend shooting. Um, So by the end, or like, I don't have a ton of people on them right now, to be honest, Um, just a couple. And so then I just kind of like piecemeal where I need to, but there for a while I had a lot and they were in the same, um, I'll call it like households category. So they could all be captured like in a home. So there was like a um, cleaning supply company, you know, household cleaning supplies, uh, skincare, candles, And so what I would do is I would schedule like one or two days a month and I would rent a place from home studio list um, or stock friends who had really pretty houses (laughs) um, or whatever. And you know, rent their space for, uh, I mean, depending on where I rented garden, you know, a home studio list, you got like two hours. So you got to really cram it in, but uh, you know, if you're working with another space, you may have more time. Uh, but basically I would schedule out those days. So I'd get a model or two or however many for that day. Um, usually a friend would come along to assist and clean up my aftermath of a mess that I would create in the process. (laughs) Um, and we would like batch, you know, shoot for three or four brands in a day. Uh, so that I could walk away having all the unique content, you know, in a house, we could make a ton of different, you know, content to easily get those 15 images per brand. Uh, And secrets, I would overshoot because I have an overshooting problem anyways. And so if I found like a good setting, I would shoot like all 30 soaps in the same setting. Well, I didn't even need 30 images for that month. 
So I could pull, you know, images from that album for future months. Um, so, you know, okay, so I only need to produce five unique images next month because I can pull 10 from past months to fill in this month's album. Mm, that's so smart. Um, which was like super convenient. That is so <laughs> smart. I love that. Oh man. Okay. So, um, for any other photographers that may be listening in or content creators, um, this even could right. be like, you know, like Kate, she's a, she's a blogger influencer. So she regularly works with brands and thinking about like this type of model. Um, what are your best tips yeah, for definitely. finding clients like this? So I have to say like 99% of my solid clients on my subscription came from Google. Um, don't try to beat me out because Yay! I'm now currently ranked number one for monthly photography subscription on Google. How'd you do that quickly? How'd you do that? I hired a copywriter. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Do you know, do you, so is it just the copywriting on the website or do you blog regularly? I or? don't blog. I wow. have like two or three blogs out there that have been sporadically posted over time. I've done a few like recently, um, cause I was trying do you to post a lot to like your portfolio that you, you know, would use alt text and every, I'm just as, as a nope. freelance writer, I'm just curious. <laughs> I think I honestly hit like the golden the nugget pot. Yes. Mm -hmm. With the wording. And when I started it now, I feel like they rise, you know, it's raised in popularity and people are kind of like catching on to that. And so there's more and more popping up. Um, but I think I was one of the first ones to use that specific, you know, monthly photography subscription mm -hmm. keyword. And so I banked on that for quite some time. <laughs> so I just um, tested it and yes, you do show up. So yeah. Fine. So, and this is a thing I've talked to like my copywriter and she's like, Hey, you know, I mean, really, um, that's only Google. Like, I want to say she said like 700 times a year which isn't a lot when you compare it to other keywords. I'm not an SEO person, so I don't know. Maybe that means something to somebody else. But um, okay. but I'm like, I don't need 700 clients. So even As long if, as there's like, like a couple in your area or people who are willing to send you the products. Yes. I'm like, even if seven of those people out of 700 contact me and five become solid contracts for a year, that's fine. Mm -hmm. um you know and then 700 yeah. new people are searching at the next year like okay so if where do them... your clients come from like where like you, you know you mentioned Fiorello's but like where else do you have people sending you stuff from all over the U.S. oh really um yeah one of uh I mean like they're not not really limited with what you're yeah. doing with the product yeah. so that helps out with that kind of yes. part of your business okay yeah, yeah I'm like where I if I do work with products, it's usually like a lifestyle brand. Um, and most of the time they're local. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that definitely. Although Jesse has had people fly out here just to work I with know, her. I know, right? That's pretty impressive. Look at you there. Yeah, no. The big <laughs> shot over here. Right? Yeah. Um, okay. So this all sounds fantastic. Maybe I should do more product photography. No. Um, but <laughs> are there any downsides? to this type of model. Like you mm, said right now, you point. are kind of on the lower volume right now with your subscription clients. Um, would, do you feel like you still want to continue to build that? Or like, do you think you'll just continue to work on like individual projects? So I think it's good. 
a good model for someone trying to even like build up, not, I wouldn't necessarily say portfolio build up, but like, even when I started, like I didn't have a ton of, you know, I mean, I had worked with people, but this was, you know, I worked, I don't know, with six or seven brands, you know, for a year or two. So when you think about it, that's a lot of images in the end. And again, with my overshooting problem, that's a lot, a lot of images <clears throat> in the end. Um, so I will say for myself, I probably won't. Now I, I'm discussing with my SEO person about kind of restructuring my website. Um, but I was like, just to clarify, I'm not getting rid of the monthly product or monthly photography description page because even if it's like not my main thing, like that's my highest ranked thing. So it's not going anywhere. Um, but so for me, the downside has been A, you're locked into the pricing, which is good and bad. So when I first started it, it was good because I needed to pay my monthly mortgage and have the money to do it and know that I had the money to do it. Um, and like I said, I was charging 500 bucks a month per client. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Um, but now I work with several like larger clients who are paying much more per image than I ever made on my subscription program. And they're not, they're large enough companies that they don't want to be I don't know, stuck for lack of a better word in a contract. Um, but I do, they pay more because they're not in a contract. And, you know, they pay more because they're larger companies. And so it's kind of one of those things, like one of my main clients, um, now that I shoot catalog images for every month for a skincare company, they originally were a subscription client. And I look back and I'm like, oh my word, I would have like lost so much money <laughs> had I left them on that subscription because it's a lot of work. Like we have a long process um, you know, it's a lot of like fine tooth editing for print and, you know, all that stuff. And I had no idea when I priced out their subscription. Um, lucky for me, one of the times someone broke their contract, it actually worked out to my benefit <laughs> and they came back and they're not in a contract. Um, you know, and so I have the freedom to like, Hey, this is taking a lot of extra work. I need to raise my prices or time has gone by and I need to raise my prices or whatever. Um, so that would be one disadvantage. You're stuck for that year, however long the contract is. And I mean, for me anyways, I always felt bad, you know, okay. So I get to the end of the contract and I decide a thousand bucks isn't enough. And in my mind, I have a rate of 2000 to make it worth it. We'll try telling your client, Oh, by the way, your price is doubling next year. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's, and that's a, a that's hard a conversation, swallow, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that, that there's be. that. Um, and then the other one would be like the downside would be them signing off all at the same time. Um, like I had a big batch of them that all just happened to end right around the same time. Um, you know, and I haven't been doing the footwork to re-sign anybody, you know, or re-find people but you know what I mean? Find new people yeah. to sign in their place because I have these bigger clients that I don't necessarily need, um, you know, those smaller subscriptions. But so for somebody who is relying on the money, you know what I mean? That's kind of a bummer. Maybe even consider that like when you're signing people on and it seems silly, but to maybe say like, okay, so I'm booked, but I'm signing new people on in three months. Can we get you signed up for then, you know, to kind of stagger it so that you have like a built-in buffer for when people might be signing off. 
Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I did have several that stayed on for three years, you know, but then I would have people who would do a year and then they'd be like, Oh, uh, we're all notorious for like having content and then not posting it. Like, I don't know how many times I upload like a grid of 15 to Planoli and it never even makes it to Instagram. Um, maybe I'm the only one, but so, you know, they nope, would have, I'm the same right here. I have, I can't even tell you how many right now in Planoli at like exactly the same situation and I'm kicking myself cause I pay for it. Mm, so. Uh, so yeah so in that regard you know maybe think that through when you're signing people on to kind of like space them out you know because they may get to a point where they have too much you know they have too yeah. much imagery they're not using it so why would they pay you you know another twelve thousand dollars this year mm-hmm. they're right. probably not going to do it right uh this has been such a good conversation yes. and i think um you know Yes, photographers can benefit from this. Absolutely. But then, you know, people kind of in the influencer brand, you know, brand Mm -hmm. uh, collaborator world can also take bits from this and understanding how they can create that recurring revenue. Uh, What I'm also hearing is like, make sure you think it through to Mm -hmm. avoid some of these mishaps that you've shared, which has been great. Um, So where can people find you if they're looking to hire you or just learn a little bit more about uh, your brand? Yeah, absolutely. So my website's alyssajoyandco.com. Just written out A-L-Y-S-S-A, joyandco.com. I'm the same handle on Instagram, alyssajoyandco. Um, if you notice it's been a few weeks <laughs> since I posted, but there is some finale for what that's worth. <laughs> and I do like to rock stories. I am a phase around stories too, but yes. Uh, I, so I yeah, you can find me there. I, my husband jokes, I'm probably a little bit too much of an open book, but feel free to message me on Instagram or whatever. I'm happy to chat and share what I know. And, you know, there's enough work out there for everybody. So, yeah. And are I you, love that. Are you taking um, new subscription clients? Are you taking mm. on any? Yes. Yeah. I'm open to it. Excited awesome. to see. Uh, like I said, I'm not hitting the pavement to find anybody, but yeah. anybody that wants to work with me, I'd absolutely. You're letting love Google to... do the work for you. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Well, why not let the internet work for you? I mean, certainly we know Instagram hasn't been working for a lot of people yeah. and other <laughs> social media. So why not let something do the work for you these days? I was going to say, that's like my one business plug that's related, not related. (laughs) Like take the time to hire a copywriter who knows what they're doing because Instagram will be gone or not. You know, I mean, like even for me, like I'm a photo based business and they're like, reels are master. And I'm like, I'm not wasting my time. (laughs) like that's not even what I do um and then what I do for reels it's like the easiest way you like take a clip while I'm doing a photo shoot and slap some photos at the end you know Uh, yeah Um, I'm touch and go with reels and video content it's uh, touch and go touch and go yeah 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 so I say invest in your website because that's something that I mean who knows the internet could blow up at some point too but it's going to be much farther down the road than uh, hot fad social media platforms. So. Not my goodness. I don't know what we'll do. Right. <laughs> case. Oh my gosh. My all over. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Isn't that sad? Right. Of course, there's some people listening to that's going to be what's Y two K for a yeah. style of clothing these days. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Alyssa, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, sharing this with us. I feel like a lot of what you said, as Jesse had mentioned, can go beyond just a photographer's kind of um, point of view. So I know a lot of people are going to get a lot out of this. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Glad to share and want to watch everybody grow in their business. So, Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Absolutely. So Alyssa and I, as I mentioned, know each other in person and she just creates beautifully like styled images for product-based brands. And I've always just been so intrigued with her, the model of her subscription. So that is, you know, I'm so glad she was able to come onto the show and, and talk about that because it is a, a great model for recurring revenue, which as content creators is like the dream, right? To be able to just have that recurring revenue, yeah. um, but also knowing some of the ins and outs, the, the goods, the bads with this type of model, I think was really important for um, us to ask. And I'm so glad mm-hmm. that she was able to share with us. So um, that's, I think, my biggest takeaway in addition to, you know, this being able to apply to beyond just photographers, um, you know, it could apply to influencers, brand collaborators, anybody that works with brands um, who constantly need some form of content. I, I that was going to be my point, too, is the fact, as I said, at the very, very beginning of the episode, like, you know, while while we booked her and, you know, she is a photographer, I wasn't entirely sure what I would get out of the conversation. Not that. I, I every every conversation we've had has been fascinating. Um, but I was w- kind of wondering, like, how could this apply to my business as a, a writer or an influencer? And I can definitely take pieces of what she said and apply it to my own business model. So um, I feel like there's a lot of other different industries that will um, and entrepreneurs that will be able to find the same thing from from just those tidbits that she shared with us. And I also just loved her positivity, you know, sharing about how, um, you know, while while yes, it is a good thing to be aggressive and get out there for your business, you know, recognizing that we all have there's there's plenty of of clients out there to be had. So um, sharing the wealth that was that was also a nice thing to to hear from her. So she was a really great great person to have on the show. Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community, and leave us a comment about what you want us to talk about. You can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation, and you can email us at Cocktails and Content Creation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at Fashionably Kate and Co. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Make sure to tune in next time for another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. Mm-hmm.